Thank you for joining me for LifeLink Devotions. I'm Pastor John. Well, as we continue our study of the characteristics of a real church, we move from an emphasis on intake to outflow. For the last two days, we have rejoiced in the presence and the power of Jesus Christ. Input. Today, the focus changes to the activity that is produced because of his presence and power. That activity is called witnessing. Listen to today's scripture in Acts 1.8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. See the power and the presence. And here's the result. You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Scary stuff, isn't it? To think that we are the witnesses to the reality of the presence and power of Jesus Christ to a world that in general does not accept him. But that is the purpose for which God has left us on this earth following our redemption, to be a witness. So let's define what a witness is. The Greek word that's used here is martus. And it has legal, historical, and ethical meanings. Let me explain. From a legal and historical position, a witness is one who has firsthand knowledge of an event by having been a spectator of it and is able to relate accurately what he knows to be true. In the book of Acts, when it came time to choose a 12th apostle to replace Judas, the requirements were simple. It had to be someone who had been a witness to the resurrection of Jesus. Now, this is to be the basis for not only our qualification as a witness, but also for the subject matter of our witnessing. It's all about the resurrection of Jesus. When we witness to another person who does not know Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, the conversation should eventually turn to the defining distinction of the Christian faith, the resurrection of Jesus. What a liberating concept. We're set free to passionately pursue the purpose of God to be a powerful witness because all we have to talk about is the presence of Jesus that we have. He is the risen Lord and he lives within us. We are the witnesses to his resurrection. We don't need to debate theology with people. We simply relate the resurrection power of his presence in us. Witnessing is not winning an argument or displaying superior knowledge. Witnessing is the outflow of the presence of Jesus Christ in us. Now, there's also an ethical sense to the word martus. This means that there is a consistency and integrity to the witness, so that what is said holds true in the visible activity of their life. One of the New Testament Greek definition dictionaries that I read is written by Dr. Thayer, and he states that a witness is one who, quote, after Christ's example has proved the strength and genuineness of his faith in Christ by undergoing a violent death, end quote. 
You see the word martus is the word from which we get the concept of a martyr, a person who is willing to die for what they believe. This is challenging. Are we willing to go to death to be a consistent witness to the resurrection, presence, and power of Jesus Christ in our lives? Are we willing to suffer any loss for the sake of gaining the glory of Christ's physical presence someday because we are already living out the reality of his spiritual presence today? Here's how Hebrews 11 describes it. Quote, and what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength, and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. Women received back their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured and refused to be released so that they might gain a better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging, while still others were chained and put in prison. They were stoned. They were sawed in two. They were put to death by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains and in caves and holes in the ground. These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised. Do you notice a life-changing statement at the end of that passage? None of them received what had been promised. None of them had the resurrection presence and power of Jesus dwelling in them, and yet they stood the ethical test of standing up for what they believed. Yet we, who are now the recipients of the promise, who have the resurrection power and presence of Jesus Christ living in us, seem to be avoiding any pain and suffering by avoiding being a witness. Something is wrong. Something needs to change. We must consider this truth. To be a witness is to be a martyr, maybe not in physical death, but certainly in worldly dependence. We have the presence and power of the resurrected Christ abiding in us. Let us shout aloud, death to self, death to the world. Christ is alive. I am alive in him. I will tell everyone. Thanks for joining me today.